Hello, everybody. I am hopping on here to record episode six of the Growing Pains podcast. And today I would like to jump right into the topic of discussion. Um, Today's episode is going to be around emotional abuse. Now, emotional abuse is sometimes difficult to identify in a person. Physical abuse is visible. You can see it. There's a mark. There's a bruise. There's a scratch. You can see it. Emotional abuse you can't always see. And it's the people who have been emotionally abused that put on the best shows. Those people can put on a front like it's their job because it is their job. Emotionally abused victims have been put through so much trauma And their whole life is based on putting on a show or diffusing situations. And now from my experience, being a child of a narcissistic parent and dealing with emotional abuse from that narcissistic parent, my whole life has been putting on a show for that parent and in an attempt to gain the acceptance of that parent. I've spoken about this almost every episode. So I'm very good at putting on that show. It's second nature to me. It's all an act. It was embedded in my brain because that was a survival skill that I inherited. But when you talk about emotional abuse and you talk about the damage that it causes, you can't always physically see that. And me, I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I'm very good at knowing when to show it and when not to show it. And I knew in certain situations that I could not show it. Growing up, in my adolescent years, I kind of started putting pieces together of the behaviors of the narcissist in my life, really just trying to connect the dots and understand the patterns and look at situations for what they were. But it's not until now that I've truly been able to sit with it and understand the concept. So while I'm in that phase of trying to put all of these pieces of this puzzle together, I couldn't show how much that was affecting me. Because the second someone asks me what's wrong, I don't want to talk about it. And especially, I don't want to talk about this with you because you're going to judge me and you're going to think that I'm wrong and that I'm crazy 
because everyone else does. So we go through a few more years of just accepting behaviors for what they are and making excuses because of the role that this person has in my life because they are my parent. That's the first line people will hit you with. Always, guarantee. But they're your parent. They're supposed to be in your life. They're your parent. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for so-and-so. Okay. Then act like it. If you're supposed to be in my life, then act like it. Then act like you have a purpose here. Because if your sole purpose is to emotionally abuse me, I want no parts. And growing up and growing into the person that I am becoming, I'm starting to understand that I've waited a very long time to get to this moment, but I didn't really have a choice. I was living in a different mindset than I am now, and it took me getting away from it and seeing the situations for what they are to fully understand that I was emotionally abused. Ask me this question last year or even a few months ago, and I would have been like, no, I wasn't emotionally abused. That's my parent. That's my family. They wouldn't do that. But now thinking to myself and having that conversation with my inner child, it's like, no, like you were emotionally abused. And it's okay to acknowledge that. And it's okay to grow through that. But you have to understand the different ways that people can emotionally abuse you to acknowledge if you were abused. You have to understand what gaslighting is. Gaslighting, (laughs) when an abuser gaslights you, it'll make you question your entire existence. It'll make you question your whole life. It literally makes your brain foggy when someone gaslights you. You start with a question and that conversation turns into something completely different. And that question was about something that someone else did to you. But somehow when you get to the end of that discussion, that's your fault. And the path, (laughs) the path of gaslighting is crazy. And how manipulative gaslighting is, is scary. Because in that moment, it won't feel like gaslighting. It feels normal. It feels like they're regular questions and it makes your brain go, damn, maybe I was wrong. I'm sorry. And me now looking back on all this, I'm like, girl, what are you apologizing for? What are you apologizing for? You didn't do anything wrong. Gaslighting will get you every time. You have to acknowledge the fact that you have been emotionally abused and you cannot do that until you understand what emotional abuse is. 
and that it's just as damaging as physical abuse, even if you cannot see it. Financial abuse is also emotional abuse. If you've ever had someone in your life steal from you, if you've had a narcissistic parent steal from you, not borrow from you, not ask you for permission and say, oh, can I borrow a couple of dollars and they give you those couple of dollars back? No, flat out steal from you. My grandparents, God rest their souls, used to give me, honestly, every occasion, my grandparents used to give me a $50 bill on Valentine's Day. Like, for what? But, whatever. I, w- I would get excited. I'm like, $50? Like, it's Valentine's Day, Nano. Like, what are you doing? But I promise you, I never saw a dime of that. You think I was excited? My parent was just as excited because that wasn't my money. That was theirs. How nice would it be? I hear stories all the time about the nicest things that parents do for their children. And I read a story once about how these parents took envelopes and cards and every gift that had to be like a check or cash. And they put all of that in a safe for their kid. And they gave it to them on their high school graduation day. It's like a dream I would hate it. Don't get me wrong. I would hate it as a child. But I never saw that money anyway, so I wouldn't know different. That high high school graduation day, getting all that cash, that would be the biggest blessing. I would probably blow it on something really stupid. Because <laughs> that's just the mindset that I was in when I graduated high school. But thinking about that now... That would be amazing. The story that I was always fed was, oh, it's going to be kept in a safe place. I want to keep it in a safe place for you so you don't lose it. I want to make sure that, you know, I take everything. When we go to this person's house and they give you cards or they give you gifts, make sure you give it to me so I can hold on for it. Uh, hold on to it for you, Okay. Okay, you got it. Never saw a dime. And I accepted that. I accepted that behavior because I was so deep in it. And now sitting here right now, that is stealing. You stole from me. You didn't borrow. You didn't ask me. And even if you did ask to borrow you have no intentions on paying me back that's abuse that is stealing that is abuse that is an abuse of power because I'm a kid and I have no choice emotional abuse it hurts it hits deep because the brainwashing 
does a number on you. And when you get older, you'll start to look back at certain things like, why didn't I question this? And you'll blame yourself and you'll be like, why? I should have done this. I should have made a different decision. I should have stopped talking to this person so long ago. But give yourself some credit. Give yourself some credit for doing the work. And give yourself some credit for acknowledging these behaviors. And more importantly, doing the work to break a cycle. There is nothing more empowering than breaking a cycle of abusive behavior. I refuse, refuse to be part of that. And I see, I saw a post today on social media, and it was the simplest phrase. But it meant so much to me. And it said, sometimes I remember the bond. No, sometimes I miss the bond. But then I remember the disrespect. And I feel like that sometimes. Sometimes I miss the bond. But I think to myself, what was that bond made up of? Sometimes I miss my trauma bond. That was not a parent-child bond. That was a trauma bond. So please remember the disrespect. You don't need that. You don't miss that. On this path of healing and unpacking and growth and self-discovery... When you try to have these conversations with people that are close to the abuser, tread carefully. And please remember that you don't owe anyone an explanation for how you feel. You have spent, and right now I'm speaking to my inner child. You have spent your entire life explaining yourself and explaining why you feel the way you feel, even when you didn't feel that way. You don't owe anyone an explanation. If people have questions and you give your answers, you stay firm in what you believe in, regardless of the situation. And you don't even have to have that conversation. You don't owe those words to anyone. No one. We don't let people disrespect us anymore. No more. Because we know what we want. We know where we're going. And we know what it takes to get there. And it's the emotional abuse that is teaching you what you want from your life. It really sucks that it's taken this for you to understand that. But once you hit that point of realization, that's where it all starts. That's where the healing starts. That's where you find your power. 
that's where you manifest the rest of your life. And it's important to acknowledge emotional abuse for what it is and not diminish it. Because people will continue to make you feel like you're crazy, especially those, back to my point, especially those that are close to the abuser. Because they will constantly remind you of the role that that person has in your life. They are your parent. They're your parent and you must comply. And back to previous episodes, oftentimes the people that are close to that abuser, that are close to that narcissist, are their biggest enabler. And those are the people that you have to watch out for. You can love them. You can love them with your entire heart. But you have to know where your boundaries lie and be firm in them. If you are listening, I know you are here for a reason. I mentioned this in a few episodes. People don't just research podcasts or look up podcasts on emotional abuse, on trauma bonds, on narcissism. So if you're here, I know you are listening for a reason. So please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. And I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. And I hope you are moving forward to find peace in your life. Take care.